News, politics, and special guests with a Texas twist. That's the goal of the Luke Macias Show. Our nation and state are at a crossroads, and if you're not informed, you're not equipped to make the change that our community needs. Join the conversation and join the cause for liberty today. Welcome to episode 17 of the Luke Macias Show. Guys, while you are listening to this, it is May 20th, Monday. The Texas legislature is probably in session right now, hearing a couple great pieces of legislation. Um, Want to go through a quick update on what happened last week, what is happening this week, and what Texans need to keep their eyes out for. Um, one great piece of news is that on Friday, the Texas Senate passed Jonathan Stickland's legislation to ban red light cameras in Texas. Um, Democrats and liberal Republicans uh, were able to push one little caveat onto the bill, which I think everyone needs to be aware of, just in case 12 months from now you look up and say, wait, my red light cameras are still here. Uh, they were able to put a provision in. Uh, I will mention that Representative Stickland fought them hard on this, but he cannot prevent the House floor, a majority of them, from amending his legislation. They put a caveat in there that said that any existing contracts with red light camera companies cannot be renewed, they cannot be extended, but they will finish out their terms. So, for instance, I think when I looked at the city of Austin, it went through like 2021 or 2023. So uh, we at this point in time will be on a four year, um, I guess, cap on when those red light cameras will cease to exist. And in each and every city, it's going to be a little different depending on how your contract is set up. But the point is that once the existing contract ends, there will be no more red light cameras in your city. And eventually over the next four, five and six years, uh, red light cameras will cease to exist in our state and entirely. Representative Stickland and Senator Bob Hall have been working on this since they both originally came to the legislature in 2012 and 2014. And to see this come to fruition is something that many conservatives um, are thankful for. Uh, guys, another really important piece of news that you need to be aware of. This was a story that broke Texas Right to Life, uh, broke the story. The Some of the best coverage about the story can be found at The Texan, which I uh, talked about a couple weeks ago, but you can go to thetexan.news um, to read up on Mrs. Jones, who was a patient at Memorial Hermann Hospital in Houston when they began to use the authority granted to them in the Texas Advanced Directives Act to place a ten uh, place the 10-day rule on Mrs. Jones, basically notifying her that against her wishes and against her family's wishes that they would be ceasing treatment and removing her from life-sustaining treatment um, within 10 days. And when that 10-day mark hit, they took her off of her ventilator. Um, unfortunately, for them, she kept on breathing. And so the next day they said, okay, well, let's uh, refuse to do dialysis on this woman. And, um, and then at that point in time, which is what I think is what's amazing, Texas Right to Life chartered a um, ambulance to come and pick her up and take her away from the hospital. Um, they removed her from that hospital because that hospital had every intention of watching her die. And this is not a joke. This is not hyperbolic. This is not um, anything that Texans um, should think does not happen on a regular basis. This is not the first time this has happened. We have laws in Texas that give hospitals the authority to cease treating a patient and refuse life saving treatment for a patient if they do not believe that that patient should continue to live. 
I want everyone to understand that. Um, there is a piece of legislation passed by Senator Hughes just this week. Mrs. Jones' story put a significant amount of pressure on the Texas Senate, which had been sitting on this legislation for quite some time, and this legislation finally ga you know, gained some legs and moved. Um, it passed the Senate on either Wednesday or Thursday of last week. Unfortunately, it did not pass in time to um, gain the attention it needs and the support it needs to pass the Texas House. Um, part of what that bill would do is extend the 10-day period to a 45-day period so that patients, when they are notified that a hospital is going to cease keeping them alive, they have at least 45 days to find another place of treatment. There are concerns that Texans should have because the Texas Senate has one huge swing district in Pete Flores, and he was a supporter of this legislation. The concern is since that district went heavily for Beto O'Rourke, if Republicans do not hold that district, I don't know that they will have the votes necessary to get that same piece of legislation out next session and into the House earlier so that it may be heard and begin moving through the process. Though I want to back up. This legislation could have moved through the House as well. So just to understand, the Texas Senate passed it, but they passed it late. This legislation did not need to start in the Texas Senate. Both members of the Texas House and Texas Senate must address this issue next legislative session to ensure that patients cannot have their lives ended without their permission or the per permission of the families. The Chick-fil-A bill, this is a piece of legislation that Representative Matt Krause has spearheaded in the Texas House of Representatives, and it is one that says the local governments may not discriminate against somebody based on their affiliation or support of a religious entity. This is pretty simple, right? If you go to church and you give money to your church and you say, I believe in what this church says, and your church holds certain fundamental beliefs that are found within scripture that run contrary to what the modern culture says is truth, you cannot be prosecuted. That's what this legislation says. All it says is that if you affiliate with, if you financially support a religious entity, you may not be discriminated against by the government for those sincerely held religious beliefs or for the support of those religious entities. Understand that this legislation is uh, threatening the Democrat Party significantly. Why? I don't know. I do not understand fundamentally why certain Democrats, in fact, nearly the entire Democrat caucus seems to believe that the government is wholly within its right to take a subset of individuals that hold a strong conviction of their faith and target them and persecute them and kick them out and refuse to let them participate in society as everybody else does. Yes, this is called the Chick-fil-A bill because Chick-fil-A is the example when we look at San Antonio of what's being used. But I want everyone to understand that the only reason that Chick-fil-A, we should all be grateful for Chick-fil-A because the only reason that this type of legislation I think gains even more traction is because Chick-fil-A is such a large national figure. If the city of San Antonio, instead of kicking Chick-fil-A out of participating in a city process were to just take somebody else of faith and kick them to the curb, I don't think we would have gotten the national attention that this issue got. And we need to understand that legislation like this is key so that cities in Texas cannot discriminate based on somebody's supporting a faith-based organization. That legislation will be heard, I believe, on Monday. Representative Matt Krause will be taking it up. It died in the Texas House on a point of order, but the Texas Senate quickly stepped up and passed the legislation so that Representative Matt Krause can try to pass it again, hopefully without a point of order this time in the Texas House. If it passes on Monday, it will then have third reading on Tuesday, and it will go straight to the governor's desk 
for signature. We should all be grateful for Senator Brian Hughes and Representative Matt Krause for all of their efforts in advancing and preserving religious liberties here in Texas. Taxpayer-funded lobbying is also a piece of legislation that a lot of people are watching. Mays Milton is carrying that. That is also authored by Senator Bob Hall on the Senate side. It has been significantly watered down in order to get out of the Texas House. What the final piece of legislation will look like, nobody knows. But here is the hope that either on Monday or Tuesday, a ban on taxpayer-funded lobbying to some extent passes the Texas House of Representatives. It will go over to the Senate, and then we will begin the process of figuring out what this legislation is going to look like in its final form before it gets to the governor's desk for a signature. These are a handful of wins that conservatives should be happy about receiving. Uh, last but not least, well, um, this isn't last because I'm going to talk about abortion at the very end. But um, one last thing is that uh, the legislature is continuing to work on property tax reform, property tax relief, school finance reform, and our overall budget. How much are we going to spend? What are we going to spend it on? And are we going to have an honest and transparent budgeting process? Or are we going to use accounting gimmicks to um, to balance our budget? And Glenn Hager helped appropriators out by estimating that we are going to be bringing in another half a million dollars. Here's the truth. I hope that that gives the appropriators what they need in order to get the property tax relief. Here's what you need to know. We had five and a, five to five and a half billion dollars of property tax relief. We had that money to be able to give you regardless of what the comptroller said was in the budget, meaning that the comptroller has added another half a billion dollars, actually $500 million. I don't know if I said half a million earlier, but half a billion dollars that he has given the legislature in extra money. My belief is that Texans already deserved and there was money to provide them five and a half billion dollars of tax relief. And the Texas Senate already showed that when they put five and a half billion dollars of tax relief inside of House Bill 3. All of these negotiations are happening. Keep your eyes peeled and keep asking for it. Last but not least, let's talk about abortion. If you go to my Facebook page, Luke Macias, you will see an article by the Dallas Morning News that was written in which I was quoted, and I talked about the fact that Texas has really failed to lead when it comes to protecting the unborn. Um, I will tell you that I got a significant amount of heat from this, mostly from inside the Granite Building, mostly from um, individuals at the highest ends of government in Texas. And um, nobody called me directly, but they called other people and complained about me and then told other people to call me. And I had to get calls from people saying, just to let you know, um, you know, well, what are you doing or what's happening or why are you saying this? But the reality is I want to make something very clear. Um, you know, I took a worldview class in high school and they would always ask a question at the very start of this worldview class. They would say, do you believe that what you believe is really real. And if you believe that what you believe is really real, how then should you live? So when I want to talk, I want to talk about the abortion issue for just a second, but I want to start by mentioning at least the fact that there is something that you have to believe in order to consider yourself pro-life. Now, there are two different type of pro-life individuals. There is one pro-life individual who thinks that abortion is a travesty and they wish it did not happen, but they have accepted the fact that it is part of the existence that we have in this nation. 
And some of those people will be found in the Democrat Party and some of those people will be found in the Republican Party. There are Democrats. In fact, it is very hard to find Democrats that still publicly hold to this. But there was a while in which Democrat lawmakers would often say, I think abortion should be safe. I think abortion should be only if necessary, it should be rarely done, right? It was safe, legal and rare, something like that. And the point is that Democrats used to hold that perspective. And while Democrats have lurched further left to the point that they are embracing abortion. They don't want it to be rare. They don't want it to be just done in a safe, legal and rare way. They want it to be as available as possible. They want as many to occur as possible. And it is so dangerous for society to witness individuals who make laws so blatantly disregard scientific realities of when human life exists. And so as Democrats have lurched further left, there is a big chunk of the Republican Party that has moved to the safe, legal, and rare category. And they also won't say this publicly. So while Democrats won't now will no longer say safe, legal, and rare publicly, the vast, a big chunk of Republicans in the legislature and in legislative halls all across the nation and in the halls of the United States Congress also have just accepted the safe, legal, and rare premise. And the actions that they, the actions that are reflected in their legislative activities show that they believe that abortion is just going to exist. But what should Texans be grateful for? Texans should be grateful that there are this third camp. And in this third camp are people who say abortion is murder. Abortion is the ending of a human life. A third trimester abortion is when the child is so large that its limbs have to be ripped off of it. And what we scientifically know is a painful procedure and its life sucked away. And early on, no matter how early on, this child is a human being and its life is taken from it in a forcible way. Several adult individuals, some of them deceived and some of them malevolent, gather together and conspire to end the life of this child. And then an abortion procedure ensues, which ends the life of that child. That child is killed. And there is a third group of people who fundamentally believe this. And where are those people across our nation? So where do we see them? We look at Georgia. We look at Arkansas. We look at Missouri. And I can guarantee you this. Not all of the Republicans in the legislature in Alabama or Georgia or Missouri were excited about passing strong pro-life legislation that declares the unborn a human being, period, full stop. But they did. And they did because it took several people. I don't live in Missouri. I don't live in Arkansas. I don't live in Georgia. I live in Texas. And if you're here in Texas, you should be grateful that we're here in Texas because we must take a stand in this state if we are to preserve anything when it comes to this nation. But understand this. We need leaders willing to advocate for the unborn from the basis that the ending of their life is murder. And when you fully keep that reality at the forefront of your mind while you are crafting legislation and governing, it will change the way you govern. It will change the way you vote. It will change the policies you push. 
It will change the priorities of the legislative session. We need that. We need it from our governor. We need it from our lieutenant governor. We need it from our speaker. We need it from our senators. We need it from our representatives. We need it from our congressmen. We need it from our county commissioners and our city councilmen. This is not a small issue. It's the issue of human life. It will be one of the defining issues of this generation. And how we treat the least among us is how we treat our creator, is what he tells us. And the least among us can be no more clearly defined than by those who are in the womb, who have no voice for themselves, who cannot speak up, to whom injustice is being done. And only through our voice and actions and activism will we be able to represent them well. So please, Texans, consider engaging in the fight. Support a local pregnancy care center. Go to Texas Right to Life's website. Donate to their legislative activities. Donate to their PAC. Sign up. If you are a pro-life individual who firmly is convicted that the unborn need advocates who will speak for them in the legislative halls, run for office, run for federal office, run for state office, run for local office, engage, step up, get involved in the party, become a precinct chairman. Make sure that the party platform continues to say this is what we believe and make sure that our party leaders will continue to tell our lawmakers this is what we need you to deliver. There is a pro-life bill that passed the Texas Senate and the Texas House now, and it says that government institutions cannot contract with abortion providers and their affiliates. That's a good thing. It failed to address the 40-year contract that the city of Austin had, which is a bad thing. I hope and pray, and I would ask for you to pray for our lawmakers that they would be convicted of the desperate need that the unborn have for them and their voices to be heard. God bless you. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, please consider doing so. Thank you. Guys, our sponsor for today's show is Patriot Academy. PatriotAcademy.com. You have heard me talk about this organization, but um, this truly is, for many students, a life-altering event. Um, I cannot tell you how many 16, 17, 18, 20, 25 year olds that have gone to this leadership program and come out with a, an entirely new direction for their life. You can go to patriotacademy.com to find out where they do these events, but essentially they take these students and they go through a week of being a legislator. They actually debate in the in the Texas House of Representatives, in the uh, Delaware House of Representatives, Idaho House of Representatives. It's an incredible experience. I have been involved with them. I believe in what they do. In fact, if you contact them and tell them that you heard about them through the Luke Messias show, I will contribute toward your uh, fee of actually attending. If you know a student that needs to go, that needs direction for their life, they're going to have an opportunity to learn about worldview, about free market economics, about the values that hold society together, and they're going to have an opportunity to be equipped 
to be a part of making the change that our community, our state, our nation need. So patriotacademy.com, we're grateful for their willingness to sponsor this podcast, and we also want to encourage each and every one of you to check them out. Please do so. Thank you for listening to The Luke Messias Show. If you value this content and want our message to spread, please consider three of the following steps. One, subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to us on and leave us a review. Two, visit lukemessias.com and sign up for our email alerts. And three, follow Raz and I on Twitter and visit my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Texas. Again, that's facebook.com forward slash Texas. Thank you so much and God bless. Thank you.